next movie, <laughs> why do I do that? I'm always like, the next thing that we're gonna talk about is Watcher from 2022. I've wanted to see this pretty much since I saw that it was coming out and I recently got a Shutter subscription. And so last weekend I watched it. This movie is about a couple who moved to Romania for the husband's job. He is also from that country. Meika Monroe is in this. And I guess she is another scream queen of sorts. I remember her in It Follows. I think she's in another, I don't know if it's horror or sci-fi. I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to watch it called The Significant Other. She tends, she seems to tend to like creepy movies and she's very good in them. Her character named Julia thinks that she's being followed by a neighbor and her husband thinks that she just has so much time on her hands. She's bored housewife in another country, just making things up in her mind. At least in the beginning, he does appear to be supportive and he tries to believe her. You can see on her face throughout the movie that she questions a little bit whether or not this is actually happening or if it is actually in her mind. And of course, as we're watching, we're wondering the same things too. Pretty much from the very beginning of the movie, I got throwback Rosemary Baby vibes. And it's another example of a movie that is a callback, but instead of just being a direct Rosemary's Baby ripoff, it's its own movie, but has little Easter eggs for people who love classic movies like Rosemary's Baby. Very Rosemary's Baby, but in the right way. The man who plays the Watcher, his name is Byrne Gorman, and he is reminiscent of another movie that is a classic, When a Stranger Calls. I think that's what it's called, <laughs> When a Stranger Calls. The man who is in that movie, who plays the stranger, reminds me a lot of the Watcher in this movie. Their faces are very unassuming, almost generic, but scary at the same time. It's very weird how they do that, but he just has one of those faces. And I definitely was entertained and invested the whole time in the movie. And I have to say, the ending, the ending is very important. The ending can ruin an entire movie, but I'm happy to report this movie has a great ending. Let's get into some spoilers, shall we? Julia and Francis are the main couple in this movie. Julia does not speak the language in Romania, but in the beginning, like the very, the very beginning of the movie, you get a throwback feel of Rosemary's Baby as they're entering their apartment down the hall and the scene where they walk in. It just really, something about that harkened back to Rosemary's Baby, even in one of the beginning scenes, there's this music that sounds like a lullaby and it is so reminiscent of the opening song in Rosemary's Baby and I loved it. So right off the bat, Julia kind of seems uneasy. Just being in a new country, she can't sleep, she wakes up. She goes and looks at the window and she's looking across the way because there are apartments, looking at other apartments. She notices a man that looks like he's looking back at her. She's not alarmed at first, because if you've ever lived in an apartment like that, 
you do just stand at your window and look out and watch your neighbors. It was like that when I lived in downtown Seattle, you just look across and there's so many other buildings and you're just like watching people go about their daily lives. It's, it's, it's kind of wild. During the day when Francis is at his job, Julia is out and about exploring the city by herself, also trying to surprise her husband by learning the language. Another callback to Rosemary's Baby when one night Julia and Francis are out in the city and as they're walking back to the apartment, they see an ambulance and a crowd gathered. A woman in their neighborhood has been murdered. There is a serial killer on the loose and it is called the spider. The spider, you know, takes the head off of women basically, or just cuts the throat. You find out that Francis is in advertising or some kind of business and Julia is a ex-actress who is trying to find her way in life very um, aimless at the at this time in the movie and yet another scene that reminds me of something in Rosemary's Baby was when Julia actually meets her neighbor in the stairwell that for some reason reminds me of Rosemary's Baby when Rosemary is down in the basement doing her laundry and she meets one of her neighbors and um, they kind of strike up a friendship. So I don't know if anybody else is drawing these Rosemary's Baby connections, but I definitely am. Another day, Julia goes out and she decides she's gonna go see a movie and there's an Audrey Hepburn movie playing and I am a sucker for those old movies. I I just am obsessed with old Hollywood. So it was really cool to see that she went in to watch an old movie. It was just kind of cool. As she's there, it's, as you can imagine, it's during the day when most people are at work and it's an old movie, so a lot of people aren't into those movies anyway. You can imagine that the theater was very empty. And as Julia's sitting there watching her movie, she notices someone walks in and sits in an empty movie theater directly behind her and then leans in to her and that's my girl. She gets up and directly gets the fuck out. Then from there, she goes to this grocery store and she notices a man who she thinks is the same guy that was the guy from the movie theater because in the theater, she turns around and looks at his shoes. At the grocery store, she notices a man that's watching her and she looks down and the shoes look the same. So she's walking around this grocery store all the while aware of him and Eventually, she she knocks over a jar of pickles, I think, and then runs into the back employee entrance where she can still see outside and notices that the man who'd been following her comes to that spot and is seemingly looking for her. Calls her husband and at this point he is concerned and wants to check out what's going on. So they go back to the grocery store and they look at the surveillance tape and to her husband it doesn't necessarily look the way that she thinks it does so this is kind of the beginning of her husband really not believing her that is such a common theme in movies like this and it's usually the woman who is not believed 
usually the woman who is experiencing the stalking or some kind of paranormal event, you know, insert here, whatever it is, she, nobody believes her. And then typically you're, you're kind of questioning if she is seeing or experiencing what she says she is all the way up until the end. We have yet another night where her husband is working late. She's in her apartment. She's frustrated. She thinks she knows who this guy is. She thinks he lives across the way from her. She stands in her window and says, screw it, I'm gonna wave. She waves, old boy waves back. And she's just like, oh shit. She calls the police, tells them this whole thing. Like the husband, they don't really believe her. There's not much to go on. Next day, she starts stalking back. She sees her neighbor and decides she's gonna follow his ass and uh, follows him down into a tunnel. And at that moment, I'm like, couldn't be me. Follows him a really long way. And at this point, I'm starting to get stressed out because I'm just like, oh my God, does he actually know? That she's, that she's watching him, that she's following him. And is he leading her somewhere to attack her? Get to this old dilapidated building and homegirl just strolls right the fuck in. The bottom of this defunct building is a club called Museum, where there are women <laughs> dancing naked in boxes, like see-through boxes. Come to find out her neighbor is a dancer there. An old boy from across the way is a janitor. After this, she, so she sees her neighbor there. She tells her neighbor about her suspicions. The neighbor is just like, I don't know. Everybody kind of looks the same around here. People come and go. I haven't noticed this guy. But then that night, the neighbor doesn't come home. And Julia is a little bit worried. So one night, Julia gets a knock at her door and it's the police. And they are there because her neighbor that she thinks is stalking her actually called the police and said that she has been stalking him. Not only did she follow him that day, her neighbor's ex-boyfriend showed up next door looking for her neighbor. And Julia asks him to go across the way to bang on his apartment door. And so he knows that Julia has been there because she actually sees him in the stairwell of that apartment. So after that, run in he calls the police and, and plays victim and says that she's stalking him and up until this point all we see is like we never see his face directly but then when he's at the door you get a head-on look at his face and it's like i said in the beginning of this video he's nondescript but also something is just really off about him at the same time and it so reminds me of the actor from When a Stranger Calls. So two really classic movies this movie kind of draws on. And I don't know if it's intentional. I'm just, I've been a horror movie fan since I was five. So I've watched a lot of these movies a lot of times. And it was, it stuck out a lot to me, these comparisons. The last 20 minutes, Julie and Francis go to this work party and it's kind of messed up. Why don't, I don't know. I think it, it's kind of messed up because Francis and his coworkers speak in, is it Italian? I don't know. I mean, yeah. A foreign language. 
in front of Julia the majority of the time, which honestly, if she doesn't speak the language is kind of rude, but she is learning a bit of the language and she picks up on part of the conversation where basically her husband and her coworkers are, his coworkers are making fun of her about thinking that her neighbor was the spider because in the news, they caught the spider. It was, I think, an ex-boyfriend of one of the girls that was killed. That wasn't really him. But anyway, she gets upset, storms out, and leaves. And he goes back to the party, which is pretty messed up. Like, wrong decision, my man. Like, you should have left with your wife. I know she's going through some things. And I can understand a little bit because, you know, she's the situation is kind of putting your job in jeopardy having a fight with your wife i mean you obviously don't want something to happen to your job but at the same time your wife thinks somebody's following her what if she's right like you should really go back home with her like you should not let her go home alone and it's you know like it says the last 20 minutes in the movie and i just get a bad feeling like some shit is about to go down so she gets on the subway and who's on the subway the watcher he comes and sits directly in front of her and they start talking. He basically says that he just thought a pretty girl was waving at him. He lives in the apartment with his dad who he takes care of and he says that he's always just watching people and one night a pretty girl waved at him. And he actually thinks that Julia owes him an apology for following him. And you think, huh, maybe all this was in her head. You still have a bad feeling. Julia goes home and she's like, fuck this, I'm leaving. So it's packing a bag, but then she hears music next door and is her neighbor alive after all? So she walks over, knocks on the door, and the door is open, so she goes in. Goes around the corner into the bedroom and her neighbor is missing her head. Bag comes over her face and she's out. Comes to in her neighbor's bed and she was right after all. The watcher is actually the spider and She's in bed and she hears her husband come home. She tries to scream for him and then she can't scream anymore because the spider slits her throat. She's crawling to get away, but obviously it's very, very slow. And the watcher basically just knows that she's not gonna go anywhere. She's not gonna get away. So she's crawling and crawling, but she's bleeding out. And he gets on the floor with her and lays next to her and watches the life drain out of her. Husband calls her phone and he can hear it ring through the wall. So he goes over next door, sees the watcher leave the apartment and realizes, you don't belong there, my guy. Then the watcher gets shot because Julia knew that her neighbor kept a gun in her coffee table. And that is what she was crawling towards. And then she played dead so that he would leave and she could get to the gun. So she saves herself 
with a gaping neck wound. Because I know some people can survive that kind of wound. And her husband is just standing out in the hallway like, what the fuck? That's the end of the movie. But after it ends, I think to myself, okay, divorce or he can't tell her nothing till the end of time. I would definitely, out of my Freddy rating system, I would give this movie, are you ready? Are you ready? Four out of five Freddies. It was so good. It honestly was so good. I would highly recommend watching this movie. It was, it was really all that I wanted it to be. So if you have seen this movie and you agree with my rating, let me know, or let me know what you would rate this movie. Leave this video a like, subscribe if you like these kinds of videos, and you can visit me on Instagram at Horror Mom Podcast, my other podcast, Spooky Mom Podcast, where I talk about true crime and paranormal, H. Alexander Matthews, where I just post a bunch of stuff my kid because I'm obsessed with her <laughs> and that is it so I'll see you in my next